Hello, hello. Welcome to the Fearful Goddess podcast, where I'll be talking to you about all things sex, travel, and radical self-acceptance. I am your host, Jocelyn Silva, sexual empowerment coach, sex educator, first-generation Latina, and full-time digital nomad. All right. So <clears throat> I have been a full-time digital nomad for about two years now. And I mean, just like traveling in general, like throughout my life, I've had a lot of crazy ass stories, but especially the last two years, like it's just part of what happens when you become a traveler, like crazy shit happens all the fucking time. And I realized like, I really want to talk about all the crazy shit because I mean, I just don't ever have a space to talk about it. So here we are. This is um, my travel adventure number one, a travel story number one, travel adventure story number one. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. I guess by the time you hear it, you'll see the name. But yeah, so travel story number one. And this is actually my favorite travel story to tell. Um, so I'm excited that it's going to be the first one that I'm telling. There's a lot of amazing ones, but this is my favorite just because it's so packed with so much random shit. And um, that just ended up being so awesome. So sit back, get a cup of coffee, get a cup of tea, get cozy or drive, whatever, if you're driving, whatever the fuck you're doing, get comfy. And I hope you enjoy my first travel story. So this was back in, I want to say 2013. I think it was like summer of 2013. And I had just, um, was it summer of 2013? Yeah, I think it was. Sorry. I'm like, trying to remember. So yeah, it was summer 2013. And um, my best friend was living in Spain for six months doing Erasmus, which is kind of like a foreign exchange student kind of situation. Um, and she was going to university over there out in Valencia. So I wanted to come and visit her. And so I booked a trip for six weeks to come and visit her in Valencia. Now, just for a little bit of context, at this time, I was um, loosely, like, I was single, but I was, like, loosely talking to someone, um, kind of beside the point, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, and also, um, I was trying to really forgive myself because when I was 20 years old, I got accepted to a study abroad program in Chile. And I ended up not going because my boyfriend at the time told me he'd break up with me if I went. And so because I didn't want to lose him, I ended up not going. And so when I was 23 years old, I was like, fuck this. Like, I gotta like, I gotta do something for myself. Like I didn't go to Chile. So this, this trip to Europe is going to be like my opportunity to really fucking like, you know, um, give myself the, the opportunity of like knowing what it is to travel alone. Cause even though I was going to go and see my cousin, um, you know, and best friend in Valencia, I was still going to be by myself, right? Like I was going to fly there. I was going to like be on my own adventure, even though I was going to be with her, I was still technically alone going. Right. Um, so I was super stoked about it. So when we got there, we went to a couple places together. We went to Barcelona together. We went to Manchester. We went to London. Um, we went to Italy, uh, Florence, Italy. So we did a little bit of traveling, and then we went to Iceland because my best friend slash cousin uh, was dating this Icelandic guy that she had, like, fallen in love with. So I was like, yeah, let's fucking go to Iceland. That sounds awesome. So the plan was, this was already, like, three weeks into our trip, and the plan was that for the last three weeks, 
um, her and I were going to travel all around Europe, do like a full Euro trip, right? Stay at hostels, go out and party, right? Have a good time together. Um, and I was super excited about it. But when we were in Iceland, and honestly, like throughout our trip, she was kind of already acting like this because she was in love and she was sad that she was going to come back to LA because I was technically there with her the last six weeks of her last six of her six months. And, you know, she was sad that she was coming back to LA because she fell in love with this guy. Like when we went to Barcelona, you know, she was wanting to just go home, like not having a good time while I wanted to like go and explore. So it was a bit of a bummer, you know, to be around that energy, but I was trying to be as like understanding as possible. So while we were in Iceland, she approached me and said, hey, I know that you're super excited about like traveling together, but um, I I think I want to stay in Iceland for like the last three weeks here and like hang out with my boyfriend. When I tell you I was livid, I was so fucking pissed. I was like, how the fuck am I, a 23-year-old woman, going to travel around Europe by myself for three whole fucking weeks? So because in retrospect, I'm like, that sounds like a fucking blast. But at the time, I was like, what kind of loser travels by themselves <laughs> around Europe for three fucking weeks, you know? So I just got so upset. I was crying. I was so sad. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean I have to go by myself? Like, this is bullshit. But like, there was no way in hell that I was going to fucking stay in Iceland for three weeks. Like, what the fuck am I going to do in Iceland? Like, hang out with them while they're boning? Like, no, thank you. So I begrudgingly was like, fuck it, fine. I guess I'll, I guess I'll just travel by myself for three weeks in Europe. Like, argh. As I'm sure you already imagine, uh, best, hands down, like, three of the best fucking weeks of my life. I mean, I, I'm already, like, I don't have a shy bone in my body. I'm naturally, like, a very, very outgoing person. So I made tons of friends. I, um, yeah, just, like, met a lot of people, did a lot of fun things. Like, I saw a live porn show while I was in... Um, Amsterdam, like I went to Paris and met like some really cool uh, girlfriends from Germany. I um, watched, I oh yeah, I like hung out with some Argentinians when I was also um, in Amsterdam. I went to like Brussels, Belgium and like got to hang out with some friends there. I ended up going to Linfield, England and hung out with like a friend that I went to college with. And then we ended up going to um, Budapest together. And it was just like, I was having a blast because even though technically I was like traveling alone, I was never alone. I was always surrounded by friends and people. So I was having the time of my fucking life and I was in Budapest and the time had come for me to come back home. So this was the plan. I was probably like four or five days um, away from my flight back to LA. And so from Budapest, I had a flight that was going to take me from Budapest to Barcelona. It's a two-hour flight. And then in Barcelona, I was going to take the train that took me from Barcelona to Valencia to meet up with my cousin. The flight left at 5 p.m. from Budapest, landed at 7 p.m. in Barcelona. My train left at 9.30 from Barcelona and um, ended up in Valencia at 1 a.m., where my cousin was going to pick me up going to hang out with her and her friends for a couple of days before we took our flight back to LA because she had already gone back to Valencia at this point. She went back to Valencia like 
that day or the day before. Cool. So I get to the airport and 2013 at this time, um, I just remember not having like a smartphone. Like I, you know, like I feel like smartphones are a lot smarter now. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it's 10 fucking years. Oh my God, you guys, it was 10 fucking years ago. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. But like at the time, you know, I, I didn't have any service. I needed Wi-Fi to get some service. And even then like WhatsApp, I remember like WhatsApp wasn't that big of a deal. Like I needed to like download this other fucking random app so that I could send messages to my family or we would just like send messages on Facebook. Right. Um, so it wasn't very easy to, to communicate if you didn't have a European cell phone and it had like a janky ass Spanish cell phone that had no minutes. So I didn't really have a lot of ways to communicate, but I didn't really care because I was like, whatever, I'm going to be in Valencia in a few hours. Like, ain't no thing but a chicken wing, right? Whatever. So I'm in the airport and um, I'm talking, you know, to to a friend, to the guy that I had loosely been dating. Not I wasn't dating, but like loosely talking to from L.A. And then I suddenly see everyone around me like grab their stuff and like get up and leave. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I, you know, I said, hey, hold on, let me call you back. And that's when I heard the loudspeaker say, if you're on the flight from Budapest to Bar Barcelona, your gate has been changed to, you know, gate, whatever. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, so I grab my stuff and I go to the gate. Now, I was flying Ryanair. And if you don't know what the fuck Ryanair is, it is the, it is like the spirit of Europe. You know, it's like cheap flights, always got something going on, always have something wrong going on with these fucking flights. So I get to the other gate, you know, we're all standing around and they look at my luggage and they say, you have too many things. You need to either get rid of, I don't know, I forgot what it was. Let's just say it was five pounds. So you have to get rid of like five pounds of stuff or you have to pay an extra like 30 euros or whatever to take your stuff on the plane. So I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll just pay the 30 euros, right? Because I, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to get rid of. So I paid the 30 euros and I'm already kind of irritated. I'm like, oh, okay, like gate got changed, have to pay 30 euros, whatever. Okay. So we're waiting around and then I hear the loudspeaker say, flight from Barcelona to, I'm sorry, from Budapest to Barcelona has been delayed 30 minutes. So now I'm doing the math. I'm like 30 minutes. Okay. That means we're going to leave at 5.30, get to Barcelona at 7.30. It still gives me two full hours to get to my train at 9.30 that's going to take me to Valencia. I was like, cool. So while I'm waiting around, I see this guy and I kind of made a mental note because he was really cute, super fucking cute, tall, brown eyes, brown hair, strong jaw, uh, kind smile, like kind of like a muscular built, not like buff, but like, you know, he, you could tell he like worked out or he was athletic, very attractive guy. And I was like, oh, he's kind of cute, whatever, right? Cool. Also, my tablet, my iPad um, had very little battery. Remember, I had a janky cell phone that didn't have any service, a janky a Spanish cell phone that had no minutes. And then I had my quote unquote smartphone that wasn't so smart because there was no way to make international calls without Wi-Fi. And there was no Wi-Fi at the gate that I was in at the airport. These are all very important details. Cool. So then I hear the loudspeaker again say, flight, to, flight from Budapest to Barcelona has been delayed an hour. And I'm like, an hour. Okay, so now I'm doing the math again. All right, so I'm going to leave from Budapest at 6 p.m., get to Barcelona at 8 p.m. Still gives me an hour and a half to get to the train that's going to take me to Valencia by 9.30 p.m. Cool. 
Then the loudspeaker goes on again. Plane to from Budapest to Barcelona is delayed an hour and a half. So then I started doing the math again. I was like, okay, plane's gonna leave at 6.30. It's gonna get there at 8.30. Train leaves at 9.30. Okay, it gives me an hour to get to the train. Now I'm kind of stressing. Now I'm like, oh shit. What the fuck, what am I gonna do if I can't catch this train, right? Like I have very little money. I have no Wi-Fi service and I have a janky cell phone that has no minutes. But I'm like an hour. That's still a, a decent time. I can do this. I can do this. And throughout this entire time, because I was trying to save the juice in my iPad, I didn't have anything and there was no clock. So I kept asking that super cute guy what time it was. One, one because I needed a time, right? And I wanted to talk to him because he was cute. But also because he had a watch and he was right next to me. So I kept asking, excuse me, do you know what time it is? Excuse me, do you know what time it is? Excuse me, do you know what time it is? Just kept fucking asking him. Then the loudspeaker goes on again and says, we apologize, your flight will be delayed two hours. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, you gotta be fucking shitting me right now. So I'm doing the math and I'm like, okay, we're gonna leave Budapest at 7 p.m. We're gonna get to Barcelona at 9 p.m. The, the train leaves at 9.30 and like, holy shit, right? I have n very little money. I have no cell phone service. I have no Wi-Fi. Like, oh, Jesus. Okay, so this is this is going to be a doozy, right? So we finally get on the plane and I sit someone somewhat like close to this guy that I've been asking for the time. And um, I'm like, you know, twiddling my thumbs, fucking shaking my leg. Same thing. I kept asking him over and over again. Like, Dude, what time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Very sweet guy. Super nice guy. Finally, we land in fucking Barcelona. And I grab all my shit and I run to the back of the plane. Because when we embarked, they opened the front and the back. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to fucking book my ass to the back of the plane. So I'll be the first one out. As soon as I get to the back of the plane, the flight attendant looks at me and says, we're only exiting from the front of the plane. I was the last person off that fucking plane. <laughs> so now I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm looking at the time. It's like 9, 10 p.m. or whatever. It's like, oh, my God. And I thought the train was leaving from the airport. No, I had to fucking take a train to the train station that had the train that was going to take me to Valencia. So I'm literally running through the airport, finally get to the fucking, you know, train, the train station that's going to take me to the train station that's going to take me to the fucking Valencia. And I'm like trying really hard to get my my ticket. And this guy was like, you know, what's going on? Do you need help? And I said, I have a train to catch in 15 minutes. And he goes, even if you take a taxi, you will not make it. Like you will not make a train that you have to take in 15 minutes from here. And by this time, I'm like, fuck, like, what the fuck am I going to do? I said, okay, well, maybe they'll have a later later train. Like, maybe I'll get, like, just one at midnight or something. Like, ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Like, I'll be fine. And then the cute guy that I kept asking the time for, he, find, he like, comes to the train because he's going to take the train to um, wherever he's going. And we start, and, you know, we say hi to each other, recognize each other. And he goes, so, you know, what's going on? You keep asking me the time, like, what's your deal? And, like, you look a little stressed out. And I said, and I explained to him my situation. I was, like, well, I'm by myself. And 
it's my first time traveling alone and I don't really have Wi-Fi and I don't have a lot of money and like I may miss my train that's going to take me to Valencia. So I'm just like kind of stressed out. So we go on the train together and we sit next to each other and we're talking and he's Hungarian and he doesn't speak much English and I don't speak any Hungarian. So he's like, DG me Hungarian. It was super cute. And his name is Adam. Shout out to Adam. Adam, you're fucking awesome. And so um, we're hanging on the train and I'm noticing that the train's kind of taking a while. It's also really fucking slow. And I was like, what is going on? The loudspeaker goes on in the train and says, we apologize for the inconvenience. The train has broken down. <laughs> like, we will get back on track as soon as we can. We stayed on that train for an hour and a half. We stayed on that train until 11 p.m. My level of anxiety and stress were through the fucking roof. I was like, OM fucking G, like, what am I going to do here? So finally, they get us off the train. They switch us to another train that's going to take us to the train station. It's going to finally, hopefully, I can do something or right? get a train or something like late at night or else I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do to get to Valencia. And so Adam, being the sweetheart that he is, he says, do you want me to stay with you? And I said, you know what? Yeah, I would really appreciate that. He's like, great. So he came with me to the train station. And as soon as I get there, it's like 1130 at this point. Everything's closed. <laughs> There's not a single window that's open. Everything is closed. And I was like, okay, well, Plan B, I'll just sleep in the train station and wait for the first train out at 6 a.m., right? Well, a janitor, a woman who was a janitor overheard me saying this, and she goes, Pero tú no te puedes quedar aquí, which means like, you can't stay here. She's like, we're going to close in a few minutes and you, you can't sleep here. So now I'm losing my shit, right? Now I'm like, I don't got that much money. I don't have any Wi-Fi service. I don't have a phone. Oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do? What's going on? Lord help me. Like, I was like, I have zero clue. Like what? Like, I, I was just like, I had no clue. And Adam goes, I'll be right back. He leaves for a few minutes and he comes back and he says, hey. So I'm here in Barcelona visiting my friend Tibor, who is a friend from Hungary who's studying abroad here in Barcelona. He goes, I just spoke to him and I asked him if you could stay with us tonight. And he said he'd be more than happy to have you stay with us. Now, I'm in fucking Barcelona. I don't fucking know Tibor. I don't fucking know Adam, right? These random ass Hungarian dudes. But there was just like this like feeling of comfort that I had that I just knew that I was going to be okay. And I said, okay, fine. Like, yeah, I'm down. So Adam takes me to Tibor, like we take the train, takes me to Tibor's place. I walk into Tibor's apartment and on the table, I see three plates of food and they all have rice and broccoli. <laughs> and as soon as I walk in, Tibor goes, hey, I am so sorry. I only, I didn't have that much food. I was only expecting Adam. So, but like, I, you know, I, I, here's, here's some food for you. And I'm like, you're fucking apologizing to me for not having enough food where like I'm over here some random ass chick who's going to stay at your apartment. Like, 
he was such a sweetheart. So we ended up sitting down eating and we had such a good time, like getting to know each other. I was telling them like where I was from and they were telling me they're Hungarian and why he's in Barcelona, blah, blah, blah. We're having a great time. Called my cousin, told her, hey, I'm not coming to Valencia. This is what happened, you know, whatever. You know, she was freaking out. She was, what the fuck are you? I had a message her, but you know, cool. So I was there and I had remembered that when I had been to Barcelona a few weeks prior, you know, my cousin, like I told you, she was really stuck on her boyfriend at the time. And so I was like, damn, I really wanted to explore Barcelona more because it really called to me. And they go, well, why don't you just stay like at a hostel for a couple of nights? Like you're not leaving to LA until, you know, a couple of days, like just stay here. And then Tibor goes, you should check out the nude beaches here. They're really cool. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. So I got connected to their Wi-Fi and on my iPad, my tablet, I got a, a room at a hostel for the next day, slept over Tibor's and Adam's. We like, they gave me Nutella and bread for breakfast. And we talked about life and stuff. And then I grabbed my stuff and I went to the hostel. And I decided to stay in Barcelona for another night by myself and explore the city and check out the nude beach. So that day I walked around, I went to the nude beach, but I chickened out. I did not have the courage <laughs> to take off my top or any of my clothing while I was at the beach. So I left and I said, you know what? I'm going to stay another night. So that other night that I stayed, it was super fun. I went to like a goth club, went to a salsa club by myself, and it was so much fun. And then I said, okay, today's the day, Jocelyn. We're going to go to the nude beach. We're going to be nude. And then we're going to take our train back to Valencia and go be with our cousin. So I get to the beach, take off my top. I didn't have the courage to take off my underwear, but took off my top, ran into the beach, came back out, sat on the sand, and was sunbathing with my titties out. And all of a sudden, I see this very attractive guy, super cute. And he's smoking a cigarette and he's looking at me and he is butt ass naked. Like I see everything, okay? I see everything that I needed to see. And he's looking at me and I lay it down and you know, just kind of mind my own business. And then all of a sudden, I hear a voice very close to me saying, it is a Barcelona. I open my eyes and he's hovering over me, <laughs> dick and balls right there, <laughs> staring right at me. And I say, no, 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 soy de Barcelona, soy de Los Angeles. We ended up having a great conversation, got to know each other. He was naked, I was topless. We spent the entire day together at the beach and I said, you know, I was supposed to go to Valencia today. He goes, why don't you stay with me tonight? Again, stranger in a different country, just met him, balls and dick in my face, nude beach. I'm like, oh fuck, like, is this, is this like a really dumb thing for me to do? And I said, you know what, fuck it. I felt very comfortable and safe. I said, yeah, I would like that. He goes, why don't we spend the night at the beach tonight? Let's go grab your stuff. We'll grab my car. He's like, I'll make us some sandwiches and we'll stay at the beach tonight. And I said, all right, sounds like a plan. So went to the hostel, grabbed my shit, went in his car. He made us some bocadillos, which in Spain is like, you know, little sandwiches. And um, we went to this very secluded part of the beach. And we spent the entire night there. And it was so beautiful. We slept under the stars. Of course we had sex. Hello, what do you think? 
and it was a lot of fun. And after like the second time we had sex, I mean, we were in the fucking beach and there were, there was sand everywhere. We were using condoms and suddenly he came and then he starts freaking the fuck out. He goes, joder, joder, se rompió, se rompió, se rompió. And I was like, what? He goes, el condón se rompió. <laughs> Apparently Stan got in my coochie and the fucking condom broke while he was coming. And now we're panicking. We're like, holy shit, what am I going to do? He's like, fuck, like, we're going to have to go to a pharmacy tomorrow. Like, when I go drop you off at that, you know, train station to get some plan B. And I'm thinking to myself, well, plan B in L.A. costs like 60 bucks, right? Like, how how much does it cost here? And he looks at me. He goes, oh, it's free. It's fucking free. He goes, yeah, it's free. Don't worry about it. I was like, okay, well, don't trip. Like, I'll take a plan B. It'll be Gucci. Like, ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Like, it's fine, right? So... In the morning, you know, we get all our stuff. We're like all lovey-dovey. It's super cute. He takes me to the train station, which, by the way, he like got in a fight with someone. Not in a physical fight, but like he was kind of got a little aggressive with someone while he was like parking his car. Um, I have like a very vague memory of that, but I just remember being like so annoyed. Like, bro, can we just get the plan B so I get the fuck out of here? So anyway, so he gets in a fight with someone while he's parking his car. Whatever. We go to the train station, go into the pharmacy. Homeboy gets me free plan B. Because he's a Spanish citizen, gives me a free plan B. Take the plan B, say goodbye to him. I had hit up T Born Adam to ask if they wanted to get breakfast with me that day at McDonald's. They said yes. So I got to hang out with T Born Adam one last time. Um, love you, T Born. Love you, Adam. You guys saved my life. And then I got on the train and went to Valencia to meet my cousin slash best friend. So I get there. And obviously, I'm glowing. Obviously, I'm smiling ear to ear. I'm just like, hey, guys. You know what I mean? Like, how's it going? And they're like, where the fuck have you been? Like, what's going on? You know? And I was just like, oh, man, have I got the story to tell you. So I tell them all about my adventure. And um, with the naked guy at the beach and Tibor and Adam and the flight delay, and I'm starting to realize, like, oh, man, like, my bras, like, my boobs kind of, like, feel, they just feel uncomfortable. So after I tell them the story, I go to the bathroom, and I take off my top in front of the mirror, and all of a sudden, I see my boobs, and they are the reddest I have ever seen them. They were damn near close to the color of my nipples. I had the reddest titties because I got sunburnt because my boobs had never seen the light of day and I did not wear any fucking sunscreen. It looked like flesh. Like I had second degree burns. It was gnarly. And I scream and I say, oh my God. And my cousin, you know, slash best, her name is Christina. I keep saying my cousin's life. So Christina and her roommates come running in and they're like, what's going on? And I was like, look. And I show them my boobs and all of them just gasp and they're like, and we all just start laughing hysterically at my fucking burnt ass titties. My red burnt ass titties that I got from being at the nude beach and not wearing any fucking sunscreen. Um, so days after my titties were peeling, <laughs> it was not cute. The flight back home was very painful and it was awful. Um, but it was a really, really nice little reminder of my beautiful adventure from Barcelona, from Budapest to Barcelona, and all of the awesome people that I met along the way. 
Um, in retrospect, I'm like, wow, I put myself in a lot of really dangerous situations, but I'm also very, very grateful for the guardian angels that took care of me and make sure that there was nothing harming me. So thank you universe for this awesome adventure. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my first travel story, travel adventure of this podcast. I have many more of these stories to tell, so I'm super stoked to tell you all about them. Remember that you are so loved and so supported, worthy and deserving of everything amazing this life has to offer you. I will see you in the next podcast episode. If there's any um, podcast topics that you'd like me to cover, please feel free to DM me at I am Jocelyn Silva at Instagram, or you can also email me at me at jocelynsilva.com. All right. Have an awesome day. Talk to you soon.